Hi, my name is Stephen. Hi, I'm April. This is the Three Pi Squared ABA Business Leaders Podcast, where we discuss topics on how to create and grow an ethical and sustainable ABA practice. Together, Stephen and I owned a seven-figure ABA practice that provided both clinic and in-home services. Three Pi Squared has helped over 900 ABA practices start up and expand with our comprehensive products and services geared specifically to ABA. Now, let's get to the podcast. All right, so today's topic is... Yeah, go for it. Yeah. yeah. Um, what it's like to be married and... Run a business run together? Run a business together. And we've done two... This is our second that we've worked together yeah. with. Um, but yeah, so this, this is just like our experience and what we have learned through lots of mistakes mm-hmm. um maybe some things that we wish we would have done differently from the beginning mm-hmm. um you know um and like what we um what we recommend or what we like our advice like so it's just going to be like a casual conversation not like that much different from the rest of our podcast but um, just, you know, where we're going to give our advice of like what it's like to be married and work together. Yes. Yeah. Just like just now. Right. It's like real. <laughs> we had a plan, Steven. Yeah. I, I must have missed that plan. It's all good. I didn't get that memo. You were very focused on like the, th- the three things that you wanted to make sure that you covered. Mm-hmm. So that being said. <laughs> Anyone joining us, um, we did get quite a few questions yes. uh, ahead of time, and mm-hmm. we really thank you for those questions, and we will we will hit some of those, um, answer most of those, hopefully, for so, you yeah. um, with, with some of the things that we have planned to talk about today. But then also, if you guys are listening and watching and have other questions or comments or want to join in the conversation, just um, comment. We are, we are keeping an eye on those. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, you were saying... <laughs> That one of the most important things that you would do to start off with is operations operations agreement. agreement. Yes. And so like this would be for partners as well, not just like, you know, friends. Uh, If you have like two BCBAs that want to start a company together, Uh, but especially um, I I see it's it normally gets hit in that situation, but people don't think about it as much. I'm not sure why. I guess we didn't think about it either. But we didn't do it. Um, no, we didn't. For a husband and wife team uh, or married couple partners, you want to make sure you have an operations agreement. So things in the operations agreement are like who can spend what money, how can it be spent, things like this. Um, do you have to both like if it's like a certain would you put like if it's a certain money amount then you would both have to agree on it or like i mean these are things that are all gonna have to be discussed because like and and, you know like other things that would need to be in it probably is like okay if you guys split um what do you do how do you how how does that like this happen i have seen it um so what do you do in those situations like who gets what how do you how do you set, do you sell it or how do you buy them out? Things like, like this. like a prenup for your business. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so th- those things definitely, you definitely want in there, right? Because you all are happy right now, right? Excited, uh, working together. Uh, but when it gets really tough and it's going to get tough, um, these things may come up and you want to have it 
in writing so that you're following the rules that you've set out uh, and then the company can still function. So like how how you can spend money and, and what if you don't agree? How do you resolve that, right? These are things that is so important to have set up beforehand so that you're not in the middle of a dispute. You're not going to resolve, well, okay, I, I don't agree with you, but I'm going to let you do it. I'm going to write down an operations agreement that lets you do it. That's not going to happen. So you want to have these things in writing ahead of time. So super important. Right. You might even want to think about some worst case scenarios. I mean, of course, yes. there's going to be things that come up that you don't plan for. And so even just um, having a plan for what to do if you don't have a plan for it yep. or um, and, and there are a lot of things that we're going to talk about today that I guess any of these things you could choose to also put into that that operations agreement. Mm -hmm. But um, even if you don't have one and you've been working together for a while now, um, it may be worth stopping and like taking a minute to think about that and about putting one in place. But definitely something that is needed and probably could also go into this um, operations agreement would be. Uh, clearly defined roles and responsibilities. Um, and there again, just like when you hire anybody or you're working with anybody within your company, we've talked before about how important it is to have explicit, clear, easy to understand roles and responsibilities clearly defined so that um, you can easily give feedback on those so that people know what's expected of them. But even probably, I would say even more so in this situation, it may feel a little, especially in the beginning, especially if it's something that you start out and it's like, oh, this is a great idea. Let's do this. And then you just kind of go into this creative building and doing and then you're like kind of far into it and you're like wait hold on a minute what's your job what's my job now it might be a little bit more clearly defined if you have like one partner is the clinician based person and the other person may be like the business minded person um they might but even still that's how it was with us and still mm -hmm. things got huh. um really muddy and murky and well, <laughs> something wouldn't get done and yeah. it's like oh but i i thought you were doing that i yeah. thought you were doing that or we didn't have a plan of anyone doing it i i don't know right so i think having very clear roles and responsibilities written down knowing that they're going to change so maybe in the beginning or whatever point that you sit down and start putting this down in writing then coming up with so if you're already into it okay what are the things that i'm doing on a regular basis what are the things you're doing on a regular basis you know, like maybe decide that over the next two weeks, you're each going to keep track of what you're doing and then come back together and look at it because you might actually be surprised <laughs> like what the other person is doing. Mm -hmm. um, and then also your yawn is like, like my body is fighting it. Um, so then as things change, because they will, mm -hmm. and as you add responsibilities or you grow or you, I don't know, right? Like you want you want to update those as you go yeah it just it, and it's you 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 have like a smirk on your yeah face. that's this topic just i i'm very uncomfortable talking about and that's okay. i mean and and that's something that we didn't do we did not have clearly defined roles and responsibilities and it led to a lot of resentment and a lot of arguments absolutely yeah i mean i'm just gonna be real because yeah. <laughs> it was hard and so i think that you know having that and having those clearly defined important also there's so many I, I don't even know the priority of this yeah i mean like and then before starting this if you haven't started it yet i just then you can get into the values part of it um but um 
you really need to have a pretty open and honest relationship. So um, there has to be open communication. Uh, if you're like hiding random credit card <laughs> things like this, um, probably not a good idea to do this. Uh, you really have to be in a good place and stable, in my opinion, uh, before doing this, because it, it's going to get difficult. Um, there are going to be it, it, like difficult decisions to make. You're going to argue over, oh, we need to fire this person. No, we don't need to fire. Or we need to hire these people or we need to get this thing. And you're going to be arguing over this along with just your regular relationship. Um, it, it's really important that your 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 relationship's on solid foundation, I think, before starting this, because there are going to be disagreements. There, there are going to be disagreements, and, and you really need to have a, a, a good, you need to be in a good place to do this. Yeah, I mean, some of you listening might not know our story, but um, we have moved to Northern Virginia, and I have worked with a couple of agencies that I just was, really wasn't, happy with mm -hmm. um, finding the right fit for me and um, I had always wanted to open my own practice and but I would probably have never done that on my own I just don't that's not it's just not I mean I'm I like projects and I'm creative and I like doing but like opening my own ABA agency probably would have done that maybe I would have taken a client or this was like before insurance regulate like insurance it, this was like back in the day right and maybe i would have like consulted on with a couple families or something but like i would have never done anything as big as like the practice and and all the pieces to especially once insurance got involved yeah that not no thank you um and but anyways we went for a walk we were talking about you we're walking our neighborhood we we're mm -hmm. talking about um you know you steven's like okay so you only had three hours this week because you know i was working with a company and like just like a lot of people in the field, right? Like if you got cancellations, you didn't get paid. And um, and then we had like a really large drive, like a lot of drive time. So my clients were like all over the place. And so many days I would be gone most all day long driving and maybe only get paid for two hours, you know, like it was a whole thing, right? And so, you know, he's like, well, why, why aren't you getting paid? Or why, why aren't, why can't you get more client? Like, and I'm like, it, it, I, I don't know. I can't. I'm just, like, it's not how it works. Right. And, um, and so anyways, that kind of came in and he said, well, there's gotta be individuals in this community itself that where we live, look at all these houses. Like there's gotta be people who need services here. Mm -hmm. And that kind of started it. We started working on, um, you know, researching and doing the things to like get our name and start our, figure out how to do like, like start the business, all the, mm -hmm. all the businessy stuff, right. That's even new to, or had more of an idea of like things to look into, get information and reach out to people and know how to start. So we started. Um, and then he like, I don't know, it was really very soon into that, that I would say less than a year that it was working out and I was getting clients and we had hired somebody to help out and it, things were growing. And I think the insurance mandates were kind of brewing. They hadn't started yet, but mm -hmm. they were kind of brewing. And, um, we figured, hey, this thing might work. This thing might actually take off. And so, but I, like, I was, like, had no interest in the business end of things. And I was probably giving a lot of services away for free. And um, so Stephen ended up quitting his full-time job with benefits. 
Yeah, so it was right around the insurance mandate came in. Was and it Dan about? Quit. Is yeah, that so was, we, okay. we had a plan. So we said we had to have a certain amount of money in the bank right, before, yeah. mm -hmm. before I could do that, right? Because we we needed to make sure that we would be financially secure. Right, and we then, had enough savings uh -huh. to, to make Yeah, we debt. blew through all of that. Um, really fast. And, and more. <laughs> but... Um, and and yeah, so then I quit my job, and then what? Like a week later, yeah, like, we found yeah, out April was pregnant, and it was like, what? What did I just do? I had full yeah. benefits and health care, and like eight weeks of vacation at that point with my job, and like, like paternal uh, care, like, like, yeah, like all it the was things, just wonderful, right? And so like I, um, yeah, so um, but we got through it. Um, it was it was super stressful. Uh, yeah, I, I think Willis was like our baby was like three days old. We were just home from the hospital. Yeah. And we had to do payroll yeah. that day. And payroll and insurance. And insurance, yeah. yeah. And yeah. that was back when we were doing a, the really old-fashioned, yeah. slow way, and yeah. we were still learning. Yeah. yeah. Want to start an ABA practice but not sure where to start? Have an ABA practice but not 100% confident on the business side? We have you covered. Join our ABA Business Leaders membership. With over 60 hours of content, we walk you through all areas of starting and expanding your ABA practice. From getting your LLC all the way through ethics and own of owning a practice. Oh, and it also comes with CEUs. 34. Yeah, 34 CEUs. All the CEUs you need to get your two-year recertification. To find out more, go to 3pisquare.com and click on courses. times right so that's you know and then we grew the company together and we worked together and um until and then steven started three by squared and mm -hmm. then um you know and then you guys most all probably know the story that then i uh we closed my agency last year we moved and um and so right now like i'm just hanging out having fun helping steven um you know, out with three by squared and hanging out with the podcast and the training sessions and all of that. So we're still working together and it, things of shit are shifting. It's like a little in a different way working together. And so it, that's just kind of quick nutshell of the evolution of us working together as married people. Now, both of us, like, I don't think either one of us, as hard as it was, a lot of times, I don't think either one of us are like, we like this enough and it works enough for us. Mm -hmm. And we like the flexibility of working from home and Stephen jokes that we're, we're like semi-retired, right? And so like, we get to make our own schedule. We get to do what we want to do. We get to work from home. We get to, you know, ultimately we like this enough and it's working enough that neither one of us want to go out and get a job get somewhere, a job. like get a real job, mm -hmm. right? And so, so, you know, if that's, it's still not perfect. It's still not easy all the time. Of course. Um, but it has, we are learning and it might take us a few mistakes and even a few times making the same mistakes, but mm -hmm. we, we are learning. So then the next thing I was going to bring up is like, so one of the things that has been super helpful and i recommend highly recommend is that if you are partners life partners you know even even if you're like best friends and you're not Sorry. spouses okay so steven is going back and forth to multiple screens to just check everything out as we're running the podcast and it, it's like i understand it's important and you have to do it but it completely messes with my train of thought maybe and my we, focus maybe we need to hire someone to do that 
to do what? To to do what I'm doing right now. Oh, behind the scenes where I don't behind have to see it and get really yeah. distracted. Yeah. Anyways, so what I was saying, no, is um, so even if I would say even if you're just like really good friends owning a company together, I would say therapy is very important. Like couples therapy, like partner therapy, whatever you want to call it. Um, where the two of you would go together to a therapist or a life coach or possibly like some kind of business mentor in the realm of like understanding what it's like to navigate two people being in relationship and like owning a company together because that gives like a safe space um, to be able to work through some conflict resolution, maybe being even being able, like, let's say you've been working together for a couple of years and you're like, oh, wow, that operations agreement is, that sounds like a really good idea. Probably mm-hmm. should do that. Mm-hmm. But maybe there are already issues there right. that you're going to have to like kind of work through and come to some kind of agreement on to even be able to put them on the operations agreement. Um, you know, working with a life coach or a, a therapist, um, someone who has the skills of, you know, helping people in relationship to navigate this would be like, I highly recommend it. I mean, mm-hmm. it's not necessarily to you not saying you have to do it every week, like on a weekly basis, but I would say do it on whatever frequency is best for you and your situation. But I would just have it as like a regular, regularly occurring event that happens like from now to the end of when you're working together. Mm-hmm. Cause it's just, it allows that space um, for, for multiple things. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, so I'd say that, and then along with that, like if having a financial advisor for the same kind of reason, right? Mm-hmm. Like even if you're both, or even if is, it may even be more if one of you is more like financially minded than the other, or I mean, even if you're equally financially minded, I don't, I don't think it really matters. But mm-hmm. like having that financial advisor there again, maybe someone with some experience working with couples who are in business together to have that like third person, right? And maybe you make some financial decisions together, you make some goals together, or you decide on certain amounts for certain things or budgeting or whatever. And then this is the kind of the person that can somewhat like hold you accountable or at least be that neutral party yep. to kind of help and navigate, navigate. some of that mm-hmm. financial yep. piece. Because yep. I mean, that's a lot of that happens. Financial stuff, a lot of financial yeah, I mean, even just happen. in a regular marriage without yeah. a business, finances is such, like can be such a huge cause of divorce, right? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then you add, you add on top of fine, like because if you have both quit, like if you're both working for this company, this is your sole source of income. So now we're we're doubling down on this. So it's going to make it even harder. So yeah, absolutely. Having a financial advisor that can just guide you through, okay, this is your budget. And then, you know, if you're someone like me that like, okay, well, we met our financial goals, but now we need more. Um, then you can have that person kind of bring you back to earth and say, well, hold on. This is what you said you wanted, right? For um, uh, what, what you needed in your savings account before you made these you know, um, investments in your practice. So we've met, we've met those goals. So now it's time to do that. Right. So, um, they, it it can definitely help. Um, and like April wouldn't be able to convince me. Right. Um, it would. So I, I think that is the same in many situations, right? Like it's just having that third neutral party, um, can kind of take it, uh, make it a little less personal. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. 
I think another big thing is having values. And so, I mean, we already talk about having company values. And so whether you're starting off this company together or now or thinking about going into business together or you have been doing this for a few years, if you don't already have company values, I this is like, this would be one of the top few things, like, you know, that... I would suggest doing. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I've, I've talked so much about how um, knowing your values can help lead in your decision making and and help, you know, and satisfaction and all, all these things, right? Um, but I think that especially when you're working together as a couple, having these work values, and then at the same time, even if it's just one or two coming up with like, home life values or your relationship values or something so you kind of have like a at least a couple in both boats even if you don't have your full set of like mission statement and values yet but coming together and figuring out what's important to you um maybe even doing like a values questionnaire Mm -hmm. every agency every practice needs their mission statement their values all that stuff right but when you're a couple when you're in a relationship and you're working together, building this business together, there may even be like some of those values are about your working relationship, right? At least one of them, something Mm -hmm. that helps to anchor that piece of the relationship of like what you want out of it, like Mm -hmm. how you want to feel, what, you know, what purpose is there, right? Um, Because maybe, maybe you want to go into business together because you think it would be fun over, I mean, it can be, um, maybe it gives freedom, mm-hmm. flexibility, or, you know, as like building that in as a value, like whatever, so that you can keep, like keep sight of that and, and like, like check back in with that and like, remember why you're doing yeah, this together. Yeah, right. And then of course, when you're looking at the company values, like the full company values, um, you know, Stephen made it uh, when we were, kind of planning for this, Stephen made a good idea, like had a good idea. He said that the practitioner, the clinician of the couple should be the one to lead the values for the company. I don't know if you wanted to yeah, say I more about think, your thought process that, there. Like, in my opinion, at least, I think that the, the BCBA, the one running like the clinical side just has, they have more in, to invest in this and they have a lot more decisions to make in, in many regards and, and making sure that clients are safe, uh, that they're getting the right amount of care that they need, that the services are ethical. Um, is just so important um, that these these need to be primary, right? And then um, the person on the op side will then get to get secondary value. Um, but I think that it's just so important that those are the primary focus uh, and the intention behind the company. So that's just my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we had a couple questions about like setting boundaries and like, how do you create realistic expectations so that work doesn't consume your personal life? Good luck. Yeah. So, (laughs) uh, so no, boundaries are definitely important. And I think it's really important to come up with what your boundaries are. And for the most part, trying to stick to those boundaries. And I'm going to go through a few ideas of some boundaries that you 
could put in place that could be helpful. And understanding that that is the tricky piece of being in business together as a couple is that it's not as black and white as that. It's Mm -hmm. not as easy as those work-life boundaries. I mean, it's hard for us even when we're not in relationship together um, to not bring our work home, right? Yeah, absolutely. And and involve, you You know. You have to, you have to. Talk about it or take it out on some, maybe that's healthy. Especially like for couples, partners, that also have a home office. Uh, so if you, you know, if you haven't gotten to the point where you have a clinic yet or, and you're just doing in home and, and your office is your home, this can also be especially difficult. Right. And so. I have like, that's kind of like in the list of like the boundaries too. So like, so some ideas of boundaries to set would be that you have, you could set work hours or like, you know, I'm just going to say nine to five for the ease of it. Sure probably not going to be nine to five. It could be four to seven. I don't know. Whatever works best for you. Set work hours that you're allowed to talk about work stuff at any time. Um, I listened to, I wish I could remember what it is, but I listened to a podcast a while ago and they were interviewing a married couple that had worked together. She had like a, a, a uh, system to where she had a lamp a specific lamp on her desk and when she turned the lamp on she was in work mode and she turned the lamp off if her husband would peek the peek his head into like her office room or whatever then um in the lamp wasn't on he like that was like the signal that work mode is not there and so he wasn't supposed to ask her work questions or right. at least lead up to it saying hey i understand your lights off but i do have this important thing that i would like to talk about when would be a good time you know not just assuming not just bull- like dropping it on somebody or just assuming that they're in the same headspace that you are because mm-hmm. she may have been planning their family vacation. Who I knows? don't know, right? Did you know 3 Pi Squared offers one-on-one consulting? From in-network audit prep and credentialing to rate negotiation, we help ABA business owners in all areas of the practice. We work with you to create a priority list and then knock it out. Find out more at 3pisquare.com. Click on consulting. And, um, or just taking a minute to not think about anything. So, you know, having some kind of set hours, having like even environmental cues, like, you know, the, the lamp being on, or, you know, like Stephen was saying, like, if you have a home office, you know, maybe it could be an environmental thing like, oh, when we're in the office, we can talk about it. But once we leave the office and walk to like the living part of the house, like we are no longer at work and we can make an appointment to come back to the office to talk about work stuff. If you work at an office or a clinic away from home, maybe that's how you draw the boundary. And w- and you can even think about this within your roles and responsibilities because and the other thing is that just because one of you is working doesn't mean the other one has to be working, especially like if you have a family together or if you have other roles and responsibilities outside of the company, there are going to be times where partner A has to be on and at work or in work mode for the for your shared company and partner B is off doing other roles and responsibilities and duties like like there are going to be times where you're both on together. Mm-hmm. But then there can be a lot of times where you're not. And so defining those times, even like having regularly scheduled meetings. Okay, this is where we talk about 
Wednesdays at 10 o'clock, we plan our podcast. Mm -hmm. It doesn't mean that, like for us, like it doesn't mean that like we're out and about at the park and one of us has like this idea of a podcast idea or whatever. They, oh gosh, I was just thinking about that podcast. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe we'll chat about it, but we get that our spreadsheet's not in front of us. We're not like going to be contacting people right then. Right. We're chit-chatting about it. And like, like just like we maybe would a friend um, outside of work or each other outside of work. Um, but that doesn't mean that then all of a sudden in that moment we Going to talk work about work mode. Because then we're like, oh, we already know that Wednesdays at 10 o'clock, right. we have that set. And so be like, yeah, yeah, that's a great idea. Let's talk about it more on Wednesday. It can even be like a cue for each other. Mm -hmm. Or, hey, do you mind sending that to me in an email so I don't forget? And then we can bring it up on Wednesday. So having like set meetings, you could have like a set financial meeting or like set on a regular basis so that when things do come up, you have somewhere to, to send it. Like, oh, not just, uh-uh, not talking about that right now. And then leave the other person hanging and feeling anxious about it. But... Oh, that's great. I hear that. Let's talk about it at X time at our meeting for that, you know. And then I think, too, I don't know. Part of it is that open, honest communication. And I'd like to, um, I can't remember the author of it. I'll have to put it in the in the notes. But nonviolent communication is a really great method. Um, so you're like, it's like you're expressing your your feelings and your needs. It's like really a needs-based communication so um, that's like a really super way of communicating, um, especially like in this, right? Like I feel yeah. blank, I need blank, mm -hmm. but then also like being able to see within your partner through what they're saying of possibly what they're needing and then asking them that and confirming it, you know? So that was a really, really quick like little description of what nonviolent non communication is, but being able to have those open conversations about how you're feeling and what you need. Um, and so like, and that kind of goes into like part of the boundaries too, because if you were, if you wake up, cause like we were talking a few minutes ago, like if you wake up at 2 AM in a panic That's because me. of, because of a work thing, mm -hmm. um, and then you wake your partner up and start asking and drilling questions about all these things, <laughs> probably not going to work it's out. It's not going to, it's not, mm -hmm. it doesn't work. Yeah. Mm. But, and that's what I'm saying, like, you can have your, you can set your boundaries, but the realistic part is you're living together. You have a life together. There, yeah. It's going to flow through parts of life that maybe yeah, you don't it, want it to be in. Yeah. And so it's even like, oh, I, I, oh, I see you're really anxious, you know, like, how can I be there for you? How can I support you as your partner, as your, as your spouse, mm -hmm. as your person you're in a relationship with, romantic relationship with? Um, but I, I'm not, I'm, I'm not answering specific questions about work right now because i have no idea my i've been asleep i i'm not gonna go pull up my spreadsheets i'm not even gonna try to pretend to tell you what number that check from the insurance company was that i had this on my desk that i haven't deposited <laughs> it yet like i don't like i don't know don't don't ask me that too are you gonna call up your business partner at 2 a.m and ask them these questions maybe but yeah that, i'm not okay with that yeah um, and, and those probably they, navigating that, yeah. that's been really new being able to do that, successfully. To navigate that a little bit more successfully yeah. with like out the other person feeling complete rejection or feeling yeah. complete, like, completely resentful. alone and mm -hmm. resentful. Mm -hmm. And like this whole thing of like, 
I feel like we've been able to embrace more of a like fun, personal, non-work relationship outside of work. Work bleeds into it a little bit. Mm-hmm. We're able to push it back to that meeting on Wednesday or whatever, you know, and, and kind of navigate that a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, it's still tricky as heck. Like it's, it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's difficult. Um, so I think, you know, but that was something like Steven said in the beginning, right? If you have that foundation already as a yeah. couple, like you're you're starting off in a better place. Mm-hmm. For us, a lot of those things we learned as a couple and as business partners at the same time, because we didn't, ha- we were like almost parents. forced and as parent, yeah. new parents at all at the same time. And we yeah. were almost like, it wasn't pretty. And, and we were forced into having to figure this out probably in a much different way and it took years years it took us to get to where we are and we still have tough times because we're human um but i do think that that's a big part of it too is as we've both embraced like a mindfulness uh mindful living or you know however whatever you Mm -hmm. want to call it but just like allowing for mistakes allowing for communication allowing for the humanness allowing for all the feelings you know you know trying to embrace gratitude and joy and savoring the moment and like as we're trying all these things um it's definitely improved oh yeah absolutely. it's like helped a lot and then another thing i was gonna say especially if you have a home office where you both work together in the home office in the home that you work mm-hmm. for us steven has an office i have an office in our home my office is still being unpacked and uh, set up. So I'm in his office a lot. But we do, the plan is we'll both eventually have our own separate spaces. But then we have a meeting space within his office because it's bigger. Mm-hmm. But still, we also sleep here and eat here. Not and, in the office. No, no. not in the office. <laughs> and raise our family in this house. Like we live in this, you know. So an idea that I had to share with you guys that might be helpful if you're working together, living together, all in the same space, under Mm -hmm. the same roof, right? Is set making sure that you each have your own individual hobby or you have your alone time um, away from each other. Because that's something that happens with us a lot. Like I'm extrovert, I like to be out of the house, I like to be socializing with people. And I, I do that a lot, right? I get a lot of that time. Steven enjoys being at home by himself doing his own thing and he doesn't get that a lot right (laughs) so anyways like i have like a set tuesday morning coffee date whether it be with a friend or myself or whatever and i make sure i'm out of the house for several hours every tuesday morning and it's just like a time that we know i'm gonna be doing my thing he's gonna be doing his thing we're not doing work stuff we're not doing date stuff. Like we're, we're taking time for ourselves to be our own person, to have our own space, to have our own time, which I think is important in any relationship. But I really feel like you need to have a, you have to make an effort. You have to really carve that time out and set it in your schedule when you're working together. Mm-hmm. And like during that time, like mostly he's not doing work and I'm not doing work. We're doing something for ourselves during that time. But I do believe that, um, also making sure that you take time for your relationship to build your relationship. So also having like, you know, a regularly scheduled date night. And for us, like date nights can be like a little stressful, especially, you know, like if you have certain expectations of, oh, date night or, um, but for us kind of what our 
we've kind of tied like our value of like having fun and playfulness and all of that, like our family value. Like we have family dates and then we have our own date. But for us that time, what we really try to do is along with not talking about parenting, <laughs> which sometimes we still talk about, but mm-hmm. parenting or work. But we try to just make it a time where we have fun together, mm-hmm. like whether it's like we go for a walk on the beach or we go grab a coffee together. Maybe we're grocery shopping together, but like we're, we're hanging out together and we're doing something outside of work and life. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I think that kind of. You look for the next question. I'll, I'll just add like uh, what's really helped me in, in both the business side, just personally and parenting uh, and and our our relationship is mind like mindfulness like getting a med- meditation practice in place highly recommend it it's been so helpful like life-changing helpful um so i highly recommend that i i see no downsides to it it's been super helpful so i highly recommend doing that it's going to make things easier across the board mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so yeah well and they're like kind of along the line of like creating realistic expectations so that work doesn't consume your personal life. Like another piece of that also kind of goes into the open communication. It goes into like having therapy or counseling or some kind of mentor to help you like navigate. Yeah, some of this mentors is like definitely needed. Um, not have like not putting your and like also when you're looking at your roles and responsibilities, this mm-hmm. would be something maybe this would be like a more concrete place to look at this. But not holding each other accountable, like not being each other's person that holds them accountable for doing something. So it's almost like mm, I'm going to go out on a limb here and say it's like when you're in a romantic relationship, the last thing that you want is to feel like you're parenting each other, well, right? Hundred percent. We all, we a lot of us do that from time to time, right? But we don't. We're not each other's mamas and daddies, yeah. right? Like so. Also, hundred <laughs> percent. In this, when you're <laughs> in the relationship and you're working together, you also don't want to be each other's bosses yeah. in the sense of like you're don't each, do it. your don't own do it. like individual human individual grown up mm-hmm. we have our strengths and weaknesses play into your strengths and weaknesses when you're looking at identifying roles and responsibility if someone me sucks <laughs> at checking the mail on a regular basis that's just not something i do i don't think i'll ever or if i do check it it goes in a pile i'll deal with that pile when it when it flows over the top of the basket and it starts to put clutter into my, yeah, not going to do it. And this one, <laughs> this one. would check the mail <laughs> this one. every day, <laughs> every day, yes. deal with it, mm-hmm. right? No matter what, doesn't matter what else is planned. If there, if you open up a piece you of mail that has like some action that needs to be taken, even if it's two months from now, you're going to do it right then. Yeah two different styles mm-hmm. it can be annoying and you know in a marriage it can be even more annoying Absolutely. when you carry that over into work right yep. so 
you know, so maybe my role, all my roles and responsibilities is not going to be checking the mail. Right. It, you know what? You're good at checking the mail. You like checking the mail. If you get a piece of mail that you need some help with, please let me know. <laughs> Don't sit there and stew about it and get upset <laughs> because you're checking all the mail. I, I would I would just like to add that I don't think I enjoy checking the mail. All right. <laughs> you enjoy the lack of anxiety that's there, uh, like I, with I, the I, mail piling I am, up. I am quite satisfied after the mail has been completed, but enjoying the mail is not something I would consider. Okay. It's it's not enjoyable. Understood. Okay. Understood. <laughs> Do you need to pass an in-network audit? Do you know if you have all the policies you need for HIPAA? Would you like a comprehensive client or employee handbook for both in-home and clinic ABA services? Check out 3Pi Squared's quality management system. Our handbooks pass funder in-network audits and are geared specifically to ABA. Best of all, we provide free updates. The templates come in Word and Excel so you can customize the handbooks to meet your company's unique needs. Check them out at 3PiSquared.com. Click on quality management system. But then also, let's say that I was like, you know what? I really want to take on checking the mail because, I, yeah, I'm, I'm not really good at it, but I want to be good at checking the mail. Mm. I would like to really get better at checking the mail on a regular basis and taking action upon the mail that I open. But what can I put in place or who can be my support outside That's of That's not us? me. Yeah. Because if we put in the situation where then he has to be like, Oh, so did you check the mail today? Did you check the mail today? Did you check the mail today? Oh, when are you checking the mail? Like, yeah. of course, I mean, it, it's going to cause conflict yeah. and it, it's it's unnecessary. It's unnecessary. It's really unnecessary. Yeah. And so like those are like the really honestly, just like in probably, I don't know, I'm just speaking like randomly here, but mm-hmm. like probably any romantic relationship, any relationship, any friendship, like, right? The things that tend to boil up and cause the biggest problems were probably little things at one point of time that didn't get addressed Correct. and they just grew, yeah. right? Yeah. And so I think it's no different in this type of partnership, right? And so just really making sure that we have clear roles, responsibilities, yeah. that we know what to do, like how how to come, you know, maybe even having space. I, it's going to depend on personalities and styles and where you are in your relationship. But even outside of therapy, having space where you give feedback, you know, like being able to give each other feedback and accept feedback from each other. Because I feel like that's something that could be really difficult. At least yeah. for I'm speaking out, you know, yeah. personal, you know, like personally for mm-hmm. us, that was one of our things that has always been very challenging. So whatever it is within your yeah, I mean that just brings me back to like needing you. You really need to have a mentor when you're working with like when there's that personal uh, those personal worries mm-hmm. involved, and so like having that person that again is just a neutral um, um, advisor that can kind of guide you through these things. Highly, highly recommend it. That can hold you accountable, or at least you know, okay, well, Stevens we're going to have a meeting with Steven next week. So I really need to get my stuff done. You know what I mean? Instead of, Oh man, my, my husband just keeps on nagging me over and over to get these things done. Like it just like be resentful with the mentor and not Mm -hmm. your spouse. Right. And so 
uh i think that that like it's just it's easier it just takes that piece out of it because yeah it doesn't work it just it just leads to more resentment and anger and then you ble it bleeds over into the the personal relationship yeah it's it's don't don't do it don't do it like you, you yeah. can't it's just it's not sustainable it's not a long-term thing to have one the boss like we're not we're business partners 50 50 but one's the boss and then the other one isn't and and mm -hmm. like you can see it right and then the other issue that you're going to run into is your employees are going to see it so uh, don't who, kid yourself like they're, they're going to see it yeah no mm -hmm. oh, it's terrible mm -hmm. and so then you're you're do you're doing the the bickering like the this kind of like like passive aggressive stuff with your employees. Oh my goodness. It's just, no, it's, you just don't want to be like in that situation. And, and I hope that, I hope that all of my, or at least the majority of my employees would agree here, but I feel like, I think, I hope that we did a pretty good job, so. like keeping it away from them. I mean, I I'm sure so. there was probably times they picked up on tension. Yeah. There were times where I would come to the meeting and I would say, I'm like, listen, I'm going to be honest with you. This is Steven's idea. <laughs> I'm not 100% behind it. I'm not loving this. I don't feel like it's feasible, but I'm trying to be open. And I understand that I'm his wife and maybe there's something there that's causing me not to be able to see this. So I want to present it to you guys. And I want to get your feedback. I want to know, like, do yeah. you think this is doable? And most of the time, you know, you would get both, right? Mm -hmm. And then it would kind of help. So, I mean, there was some of that, but I think I would have done that if my partner was even like, you know, whoever, right? Yeah, like, I think there's... some of that, like, transparency there, but definitely not talking badly about your sp spouse right. to, like, your employees. Well, the other issue, though, like, and this happened to me quite often, honestly, like, is like you would have an employee that would come with concerns. And I shouldn't say quite often, but occasionally, <laughs> occasionally uh, like, but that you would have, and, but they didn't feel comfortable bringing those concerns to you, for example. Right. And then they want me to go, okay, you're the husband, you go talk. Right. To, and it's like, no, we're not doing that. Right. We're not playing right. that game. Right? right. You talk to the person that you need to talk to. Exactly. I am not that person. Um, and so like that can happen as well yeah. when you so, rolled out the new like app right because you had yeah, like the internal yeah, billing yes, app. Yes, like you know yes. no, nobody likes the billing software yes. and like whatever like <laughs> you know and so from any like it's all complicated right mm -hmm. and so like you were rolling out this it was change yeah it was change yeah. and it was hard or even when we switched to microsoft right? even yeah. any but yeah. because steven was like steven like used to joke that he wanted a t-shirt that says i am not the it guy <laughs> Um, but like, for some reason, like there are again, roles and responsibilities, mm -hmm. perhaps we should have hired an IT guy, perhaps. you know, like perhaps. a legit real, you know, mm -hmm. and, um, but like roles and responsibilities, right. Cause people can be like, I don't know, that's Steven. Right? right. And then like they would come and then he would get so angry. Like, Why are you keep sending everybody to me about these IT, but I, I'm not, I, I'm just Googling it like everybody else. <laughs> like, and then I'm like, well, I don't even know what to Google to right. look for. Um, but, but when the software, like the app came out and they were like people were coming to me complaining and like and and it was kind of i was like um it probably would have happened to any company even if we weren't married because like right. that's what happened yes. but i was like i hear you i get that it's frustrating i need you to email these or talk to steve stop with me and receive or email these concerns to him because <laughs> number one I hear you, but I'm not going to be able to relay this right. like effectively. Right. And it's not going to come, it's going to come like, it's definitely not going to come across from me and the right. way that you're yes. wanting to exactly. give it to him. Yeah. So mm -hmm. like, 
you know, like you communicate with them, yes. right? So me, you like try what is the trying, trying. Yeah, you just don't want to like play that. Yeah, you just can't. Game. You can't play that game. Yeah. Um, and then that's like, and we're we're coming to our end here, but that was kind of like another thing, like having a plan. And now we're like, I have all these plans. It's almost like you have like this whole like emergency action plan or whatever. But like, what happens if you're in conflict at home, like in your home life, in your marriage, you're in conflict because it's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. Um. If it, I mean, it could vary. It could be little or it could be big. And maybe depending on your ability, your relationship, maybe it won't be a problem. And I think that's great. But there we went through quite a bit of times where we were in like some pretty major conflict outside of work. Maybe it was a work related issue. It was part of it, but mostly it was all our personal stuff we were working through. And so, like, what do you do? Like, how do you then show up at work being your authentic self and being able to sort through your work stuff, responsibilities, decisions, um, and be able to, like, leave that, show up for this? It it can be, I want to say impossible. It's not impossible. It can feel impossible. Yeah, it can be difficult. And, And depending on the level of, intensity that it is so i would say like sometimes i okay so i'm giving you like permission to take the day off Hmm. if you can sometimes the intensity of it is going to be to where you can't just leave it at home and come back show up at work and be what you need to be for each other or for your staff or whatever yes there are sometimes rules and responsibilities you just have to put your big girl pants on and do it right like Mm -hmm. and get through it Mm -hmm. But for the most part, I would say maybe take a mental health day, maybe take a step away. Not Maybe it means you two having a day together to work through some of this. Maybe it means you guys having a day apart right. to feel, feel your own feelings and then come back together to work on it and then move, move forward. But what I guess my what I'm trying to say is like my recommendation is like in the whole like feeling your feelings, being true to yourself, mindfulness, peace. Try not to turn those feelings off too often to be able to focus on work things because it can become something that you do mm-hmm. and, and then it can permeate through the relationship too. Um, yes. And that could cause some dangers. Um, that could be hard. Um, but then also if you're in an area of conflict outside of work and then you're coming to work and you're trying to make decisions together, um, you're you're not going to be like you're probably not going to be like soothed in your nervous system. You're going to be in flight, fight or yeah. fun or whatever, freeze, whatever. Like you're going to be out here and and not in the place to make good sound decisions. No, you're, anyway, you're not you're you not know? really you're not going to be helping your employees if you're in that situation. You're not going to be helping your clients in, in that situation. You're going to be making choices that are probably not choices that you would make if you were calm and centered. But what you could do anyways, if you had a fight with your husband outside of work and you came to work and you were all elevated because you had a fight with your husband Mm -hmm. and you showed up to work. Yes, you you can bring that too. And that could. But then if you also see your husband there. But if if you're taking this to work work. and then you're still like, there's not even this extra outside neutral person. So it just makes it more tricky. I don't know. So, yeah. So I think that I think we've covered most. There's a couple of questions we haven't covered yet. Like such as like conflicts of interest and, um, you know, having to make certain things separate. So do you want to touch on this really quick? All I'm going to say about that 
is have it in clearly defined in the roles and responsibilities. Yeah. And this is really going to depend on if you're both clinicians, if you're both, um, if someone's going to be a director of operation. Now, I would, I would really look at the level. You want to be equals. Yes. And so, you know, and I know as like BCBA starting our practices, we wear lots of hats in the beginning. Mm -hmm. um, and so it may be something where even if you're both BCBAs, um, maybe one of you might do the clinical and the other one might do the business. But I would just be careful about like, you wouldn't want to have like partner one being a BCBA clinical director and partner two being a BCB underneath the clinical director and doing the business piece. Like you want to be careful that you have each other on the same level for ethical considerations and conflict of interest kind of thing there, yeah. right? So the other thing I would mention, because like you don't want bcba running the clinical side and then husband being an rbt like that mm -mm. right so we, one of you can't be a bcba and the other be an rbt and both be clinically practicing right. now if one of you is an rbt but you're gonna be doing the admin work and you're not working as an rbt, RBT then that's fine, then that's fine. Yeah. um so and you know but you want to make sure that you're not like depending on your partner to get your supervision because yes, that would be conflict of interest for mm -hmm. sure. So like really looking when you're looking at those roles and responsibilities um, and clearly defining them and deciding how are you going to be held accountable for these roles? How are you going to give feedback? How are you embedding your values in these? Then you also can also look at that once you have them out on a spreadsheet or whatever and you can really like then look through them and be okay. Where there, where could there be some conflict of interest here? Yeah. And then, of course, going to that third party therapist, mentor, whoever, and, and like help have like even say this is what we this this is what we come up came up with. This yes. here's our here's our operations agreement. Here's our conflict resolution plan. Mm -hmm. Here's our like bail and get out our relationship because. That could happen too. Okay, this my marriage and relationship with you is much more important than this company. Yeah. I think it's time for us to stop. To stop. We yeah. got to move on. Yeah. You know, that could be it too. Yeah. So, you know, yeah, I, I don't know. Hopefully this was helpful. And so if, if any of you guys who are in a relationship and you are planning on going into business together um, and you, you want to like... You, you need a mentor, you want some coaching, you know, or consulting, yeah, you we're, we're reach here. out to I, us. I, we, we I highly help. recommend getting one. And like, even if it's just like to review your operations agreement and make sure that, you know, you have well-defined roles and, um, and things like that. I like, it is totally worth the time to do that before you start. And if you haven't, I would highly recommend that you do it. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, just uh, if there are any uh, couples that are doing it right now and you're finding success, yeah. comment, How, what is it, what's your, what do you do, right? How do you make yeah, it work? Or if we raise any questions or are there any other you know, topics within this uh, topic, any other pieces within this topic that we didn't cover, um, you know, let us know and we yeah. can talk more about yeah. it. Hopefully um, this was yeah. helpful and uh, we've hit our hour, so yeah. I think we're done. Uh, I'm done. <laughs> I love you, honey. I love you. That's wonderful. Ah. All right. So thank you all for watching um, and listening and we will see you next week. Thank you for listening to our podcast. Hopefully it was helpful. If you would like to gain access to this entire video and actually our entire library of videos, please join our ABA Business Leaders membership. You can find that at www.3piesquare.com.